0: Do you mind if we dance with your date?
1: <laughs> if I were you, I'd be leaving. Uh, leaving. What a great idea! <laughs> we're on the same page there.
0: You can. You know, a great movie. If, okay, we may be so about-
1: yeah, so okay. we are doing uh, best lines from comedy movies, and there's so many good ones. That we did, we couldn't narrow to our usual top 10. We did a top 20. And uh, last week, we did. That may not have been enough. No, it's probably not. There'd be a lot of angry comedy writers out there, but what can you do?
0: Yeah. Can't please everyone.
1: Right. So last week, we did 11 through 20. Um, And. They were hilarious, of course. And oh, yeah. um, but there you think those were good. Wait till you uh, wait till you yeah. get through <laughs> wait till you said here are these. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, these were the top ten. These are the ten best. Know, and maybe people don't remember, but maybe they do, that you had already stolen two of my top ten.
0: So yeah, I- yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I, I kind of hijacked one of them. I apologize for that, but I, I just couldn't let it go.
1: Yeah, I'll blame you. It's fine. <laughs> if it's good, it's good. That's all you can do. Yeah. So, so I'll start then because number ten. All right. Is one that you had mentioned last time, and it's from the Holy Grail. Okay. And and the the line is just simply, it's a just a flesh wound. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's more about when King Arthur's fighting the black knight and he's he's cut off his, his arms Yeah. and he says you know he was he wasn't done fighting yet and he goes i've cut your arm off <laughs> he goes it's just a flesh wound <laughs> so they keep fighting and sure enough king arthur cuts off both his legs so he's just laying there a bloody yep. stump <laughs> and and king arthur says he kind of kneels down says you know says a little prayer and he's and he heads off and the black knight says oh running away Run, running away come back here i'll bite your knee off
0: oh yeah that that was you uh, know the, the great john cleese that yeah that that whole scene was just it, 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 so memorable and uh yeah prize would have made both of our lists
1: oh no uh, there's plenty of room
0: for
1: oh, yeah.
0: uh Bonnie Python in these lists. Uh yeah, I don't think we're done with him either. Okay.
1: Okay. So you, what's your number ten, Archie?
0: My number ten goes from another uh, classic uh, legend of comedy, the great Mel Brooks movie, Young Frankenstein, and another movie that just had a lot of great lines in it. But one, one that's kind of always stuck with me, with me is one of my favorite comedic actresses ever, Madeline Kahn. Toward the end of the movie. You do love some Alan kai I sure do. And toward the end of the movie, uh, when the uh, Peter Boyle, the monster, kind of carries her off and, and has his way with her, and then he gets up to leave, and now she's uh, she's all upset that he's leaving, and her, her line that I love is, where are you going? Oh, you men are all alike, seven or eight quick ones, and then you're out with the boys to boast and brag. Yeah. So, so just a just a classic line because it was it's a great comedic turn where at first she's she's just you know you know so shocked and, and that she's being taken away and ravished and then the fact that it was it was actually seven or eight quick ones. So uh yep. yep. so I love I love me some Madeline Kahn. And and so did Peter Boyle apparently.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So okay, very good. Uh, my number nine goes back to a movie that I had already talked about and they're they're related but it's from the jerk okay and, and it's nave and Johnson you know and he uh he's working at the gas station and the phone books get delivered <laughs> and he and he looks up his looks up his name and there it is Johnson nave and R and he goes there are new phone books out here yeah. The new phone book's here. (laughs) I am somebody now. Things are going to start happening for me now. Yep. And then then the very next scene, you see the deranged shooter that we talked about shooting at the cans. And he kind of just blindly points at a name and says, Naven R.
0: Johnson. (laughs) Yep.
1: But, But, George, back for all you kids, there used to be phone books that got delivered because all you had was a phone in your house. Yep. and you didn't know everybody's number; they were all stored in a phone somewhere. Yeah, so you had to look up people's uh, numbers in, in this book. Yeah, but um, but but I even for the you know, those few years uh, before the cell phones, whenever that whenever the phone book came come, Absolutely. I would get all excited. And say. The new phone books are here, the new phone books are here. As, as would
0: I. It, it, it was just a It was a comedic opportunity that could not be missed.
1: Right. And I think even when we lived in the apartment in Mount Pleasant, we got phone books delivered. Oh, yeah. And boy, was that a big day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. And I think, uh, I think, and I still have it down, down stairs. I think I've got my old CMU directory with, Keystone and George Chapel both in it. And yeah, and I think when we got those, we're excited because oh we actually it was, and it, you know, that was the first time that it was, it was our name. It wasn't our parents' name in the phone book. It's no, it as you and me were. So, so yeah, thanks to Nave and R. Johnson. We had, we had every reason to get excited.
1: That's when things started happening for us now. Yeah. <laughs> when we got that phone book.
0: Yep. That's true.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, okay. So my number nine, uh, I'm going back to the John Candywell. I, you know, I, you know, I love that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm going to stripes. Uh, once again, it, it's, it's Dewey who makes the list twice. Uh, and this is, this is one where he is, and he had, he had a number of great lines in that one, but, but this, this particular one is when they're sitting on the bunks and they're playing cards. And he's playing with, uh, you know, that that country hick who doesn't know anything, and and so and and OX is trying to teach him how to play poker, and the guy doesn't know how much to bet. So 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 OX says, well, let me let me see your hand, and when he looks at it, he, he looks back at the at the, uh, the roof and he says, if it was me, I'd bet it all. But that's me, Mr. Vegas.
1: I'm an so, aggressive gambler.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm an that's aggressive gambler. So, but if it was if it was me, I bet it all. But that's me, Mister Vegas, and that that's a that's a line I I like to kind of like say from time to time as well.
1: Yeah. But okay, you got me really nervous when you started talking about Dewey Oxberger because I've got <laughs> one coming up, another one coming up for him. Awesome. Um, so John Candy just has a million of them. John. We um, get.
0: We could, we could do a top you, ten of John Candy lines alone.
1: We probably could. And yeah. you know what line it's not going to be there's another good line he has in there when uh they, they, they go they made the trip you know to oh to, yeah to uh italy the italy yeah and they're getting ready to you know make their bunks up and <laughs> and a guy the guy is making up his own bed and and uh dewey says what are you doing he says he goes no he goes he goes. You don't just make your bed. You got to make my bed too. Yeah. He goes because it's because we're in Italy. That's just regulations. Because if we were in bunk, Germany, <laughs> if we were in Germany. I'd have to make your bed, but we're not. We're in Italy,
0: so you so got to make, make mine. <laughs> <It's> regulations.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: yeah, guy And the top bunk's got to make the guy in the bottom bunk's bed. It's regulations.
1: Or, yep,
0: uh, yep. Yeah. Love it.
1: Okay, but that's not the one I'm going to go with. So. But I'm, I'm glad I got is, some love, anyways. Yep. Okay. Okay. So my number eight is, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, and I've talked about it before. I'm going back to Caddyshack. All right. And there was always this battle between Chevy Chase's character Ty Webb and Judge Smalls, played by Ted Knight. Yep. And you know Smalls was all uh, stick in the mud and and you know. Ty Webb didn't care. He didn't didn't follow the rules. Yeah. So, anyways, they're in the locker room, and Judge Schmale says, uh, "What did you shoot today, Ty?" And Ty <laughs> says, "Oh, I don't, I don't keep score, Judge." And then the judge says, "How do you measure yourself against other golfers?" And Chevy Chase, being quite a bit taller than uh, Ted, Knight goes, "By height." <laughs> <laughs> and he's, and then. Later on he goes, uh he goes, you know, you should come out and play with me and the bishop sometime. He goes he goes, you know, I'm no slouch. And Chevy Chase comes back and says, Don't sell yourself short, <laughs> Judge. You're a tremendous slouch.
0: <laughs> Absolutely yeah, very good.
1: Yeah, that's good uh, stuff, man.
0: Uh so um uh, we're on number eight. We're we're on number eight. Okay, let's get back on track. Okay, another another one of your favorites from one of your favorite movies. I've got it number eight. Uh and it's not another fairly short quote, but it's it's uh it's Buddy Elf from Elf, uh who had another also had like a million great lines in that movie. But the one that I, I chose to go with was when he in the scene where he gets all excited that, that Santa's coming to the, coming to Gimbel's and, you know, he, he, he's all excited. He says, Santa's going to be here. And he, and he just, he can't wait. And then when Santa finally shows up, he's looking a little skeptical because it's not who who he thinks Santa is. And, uh, and he had a couple great lines in that one, but the one, the one that kind of stuck with me as, as the funniest of the bunch is, you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. You know, because the Santa's up there and he's trying to be a good Santa for the kids and and, and, and Buddy's just not going to let it go. He says, you know, you disgust me. You know, you, you don't smell like Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. You sit <laughs> on a throne of lies. So it's like yeah. the fact that there's all these kids they are all excited to see Santa and then there's this elf who's just clearly uh, not buying
1: into it. Exactly. Yep. That's a good one. Um, there's all kinds of a buddy. I like when I first started this list, there's like three or four that I had down for him and I did not have that one, but yeah. Um, just so like even the simple one where he where they he's walking by the coffee shop and says yeah. World's World's Best Coffee and he sticks his head in there says, Way to go guys, you did it. you World's did it. best coffee. And
0: then, he, and then he, take, he takes Jovi in there later, right? And she says, "Well, oh, it tastes like a crappy cup, of co- crappy cup of coffee. And he says, no, it's the world's greatest coffee.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, George, I'd be surprised if this is not uh, on your list up here. All right. But it's from, it's from Spinal Tap. Oh. And, yeah. And they're talking – You know, Spinal Tap was a mockumentary. So they're following this English band around. And so in this one part, the interviewer is talking to Nigel about his amplifier. (laughs) And he says, uh, Nigel says, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? And the interviewer says, put it up to 11. And Nigel says, 11 exactly, yeah. One louder, yeah, yeah. He says, why, why don't you just make 10 louder, yeah. and Make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder, yeah. And Nigel it's kind of befuddled, he goes,
0: These go to 11, these go to 11. It's like, don't, yeah, how can you not understand this number is, is bigger than 10? Of course, it's going to be louder, you know, uh-huh. you know, the, and uh, that movie just completely escaped. When I was when I was kind of going through this and and it is it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen
1: it really is
0: and uh, really is. and I, yeah I'm kind of upset that I kind of kind of forgot that one because' the other one another one of my favorite ones from spinal tap is when they're they're looking at the new album cover and it comes out as just this black album cover you know Nidl- uh-huh. you know you know if someone was gonna ask me you know how much more black could this album cover be, then the answer is would be none. It could be none more black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and then they have the tiny stone hands. Oh, man, that movie was great.
1: Yep, yeah. it was very good. Okay.
0: What's your number seven? My number seven. Okay, I've hit you with a couple of short quotes. This is the longest quote on, on my list, and we're going to try, try and do it justice, and it's, it's going back to the, the Christmas well again. And it's Clark W. Griswold from Christmas Vacation. And it's the end of the movie when he's, he's been trying all along to have this great Christmas for a family and just things get fouled up and fouled up. And the, the, when the, the straw that breaks the cam, camel's back sends him on this tirade where he says, you know what I'd like? I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people, and I want him to be bought right here with a big ribbon on his head, and I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake looking dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty lipped, worm-head sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the time?
1: <laughs> How'd I do? Wow. You did that all from memory.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to memorize. I wasn't reading that at all.
1: Um, and good old Cousin Eddie delivered, didn't
0: he? He sure he sure did, with the ribbon, with the big ribbon on his head and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but that, that, that is, we watch that, that movie every year at Christmas, of course, and that scene, I don't think I've ever not watched that scene when I haven't had to rewind it and watch it again, because I, I <laughs> love that tirade so much.
1: You can't go wrong with any of the Griswolds. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could. Las yeah. Vegas vacation wasn't very good. No. I hate how they keep changing out the, the kids. Yeah. But um, I don't even know what the reason for that was. But
0: I think they wanted um, to kind of keep them right the same age. But then, yeah, then Clark and uh, Ellen kept getting older and older.
1: Yeah. So. I suppose. But it's still comedy genius. So Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever. So uh, uh, Okay, yep. now, number... Number six for me is one that you stole for me, but it's I'm I'm not even offended because mm. it's so good. And we're going back to John Candy and Vacation, and it's when, I remember when the the Griswolds finally get get to uh, Wally World, and they park way in the back because is knows way we can beat the traffic getting out. Yeah, so they park. <laughs> And they're playing that chariots of fire music. And uh, they're running through there and they're all excited, uh, totally oblivious to the fact that there's not a single car in the parking lot. And <laughs> you get up there and there's Marty Moose. And it says, uh, sorry, folks, park's closed for cleaning and repairs. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and Chevy was out, he punched him. Punch him right in the nose and he was not going to put up with that. Yep. So they left and they went and got a pellet gun and they run up to the front gate and there's John Candy who meets him and says, parks closed folks. Moose out front. I sure to told the you. <laughs>
0: oh, yep. Fantastic. You can, you can never have too much John Candy. Just love that. Love the guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, and here, here's, here's some trivia for those folks out there. As, as many of you may know, I grew up in California and went to a lot of the places where they filmed that. When they drove into the parking lot, that was filmed at, at Disneyland. But the, the park where they did all the, where, but Wally World itself was actually Magic Mountain, which is probably, you know, like two hours away.
1: I did not know. Yeah, that. so whenever
0: whenever I watch that I think man they're driving a long ways across that parking lot to go from all the way from Anaheim out to like
1: the the north desert. So So when they hijacked John Canyon went on all those rides, that was that Magic Mountain. That
0: was Magic Mountain, yeah.
1: Very good. Yep. Does Magic Mountain still exist?
0: Uh, I believe it does. I think it's now a Six Flags, but it's I think it's called Six Flags Magic Mountain, uh, and it's it's it's, it's kind of like the Cedar Point of California, a lot of roller coasters.
1: All right. Okay. Very good. All right. Uh, so that was my number six. Now it's your number six. Okay.
0: My number six. Uh, I'm going to that that great college documentary that everyone knows is Animal House. Uh, and the great, the great John Belushi. Toward the end of the movie, when ap- after the the, uh, the Dean puts him on double secret probation, and they're all they're all sitting around and all bummed out, and uh, you know he wants to keep keep fighting, but they say, "Bluto, no, just get over yourself. It's over." And so to to which he responds, "Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is." was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor hell no and then of course and then after that line you know you got otter kind of like looking the little aside comments as Germans so like yeah the liquidity forget it he's rolling but
1: right was, exactly yep. but
0: it was a great a great ranting scene but yeah it's like was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor no and it isn't over now so
1: and that that also stork. Who didn't say anything in the whole movie. Yeah. That's where he goes Because what are we supposed to do, you moron? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, his his only line. The stork, We all thought the stork had brain damage. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. The only line he said in the whole movie. Right. And I think he was played by Doug some Ken- guy that was like a like a director or was- he was a hot big a big wig. Uh
0: he, he was played the stork was played by Doug Kenny, who was uh, one of the writers.
1: The writers, yeah, okay, got it. Yep. Okay, so um just to continue the John Candy love, <laughs> let's let's go back to Stripes and this is a lot of the one I was afraid this is what you're afraid you're gonna take okay. from me, but um, this they're all gathered around the circle and Sergeant Hulk has got them all there and they're kind of all telling their stories. Uh-huh. Um and they get the John Candy. And the funny the funniest part about it is is Harold Ramis. The expression on Harold Ramis' oh, face. Yeah. As John Candy is is telling his story. Yep. But um there's John Candy. He goes he goes, Well, he goes he goes, You might have noticed I've got a little bit of a weight problem. <laughs> uh no. My third yeah, and you know, exactly. Harold Ramis is back to going like Oh yeah. no! It is incredible. You're crazy. No, yeah. no, no.
0: He's got, he's got his he goes, eyebrows arch and he's hunching his shoulders.
1: Yep. Uh, and then Oxburger continues. He goes. He goes. My therapist says I swallow a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> a lot of pizzas. A lot of pizzas. That's, and then uh, he goes. But but you got what? A, a six to eight week training program here, which is perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave here a lean, mean fighting machine. Machine,
0: oh, yeah!
1: yeah another another
0: John Candy classic. Yeah, love it.
1: Yeah, I guess he might be the greatest comedic actor of all time.
0: Uh, he might be because you know who I got at my number five?
1: No, John Candy. Oh my God, are yeah. gonna be ridiculous.
0: John Candy. But a movie we haven't even touched on yet. And this is, this is another, this is a, one of the kind of rare movies. John, John Candy rarely was ever like the, the, the lead character. He, was, he generally plays a supporting character. But this is a movie he was actually the lead actor in. It's a great movie called Uncle Buck.
1: Oh, and yeah. Uncle
0: Buck, where he plays kind of like this, uh, this you know, this uncle to, the, to this uh, teenage girl and these two young kids. And uh, the parents have to go away for a while. So he comes over to take care of the kids. And one of the things he has to do is he has to go into the school to have a a conference with the principal for the the little girl. And, you know, the principal's kind of like she's laying down what's wrong with this little girl. You know, she says, you know, she doesn't. She's a silly heart, and she, she doesn't take her career as a student seriously. And, you know, bah, 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 I've seen a lot of bad eggs, and your niece is a bad egg, and she's going on and on. And, which, and finally, Uncle Buck's, Buck's heard enough. And he, and he kind of re- responds to us like, you know what? says, they're all good kids until dried-out, brain dead skags like you drag them down and convince them they're no good. You so much as scowl at my niece or any other kid in this school and I hear about it, I'm coming looking for you. Here, take this quarter, go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. <laughs> and of course and, and I should you know, to set it up, the, the thing on her face, she had this huge, huge mole that he just he kept fixating on through the whole scene. So so finally he'd had enough of this old bag and he was gonna give it and give it to her. So yeah, the the it all this the uh, have a rat and gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Is a is John Candy Gold.
1: There you go. Yep, there you go. Okay, now here is a ridiculous movie that we haven't even talked about yet, but it is from Dumb and Dumber. All right, and uh, uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, and there's lots of different funny movies or funny lines in this one, but. My favorite is, remember when they had that? They had like the, 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 uh, the van that they would, you could do mobile grooming with it. Yeah. And it was like a big, a big dog. Yeah. And, and they're like having problems with it. And Jim Carrey is walking down the road, and down the highway. And all of a sudden, here it comes, uh, I'm, I'm, it's the other way around. No. Jeff Daniels is walking around the road. And all of a sudden, here comes Jim Carrey pulled up with and this little mini bike, and Jeff Daniels goes, "Where'd you get that?" He goes, "He goes, I traded the van for it." <laughs> and Jeff Daniels, who you think would realize that's a pretty bad trade, yeah, he goes, "Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber." So now we're thinking he's really going to light up. And yeah, goes, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> and, and they were just so they were so proud of each other. <laughs> and uh, so they got this mini bike and they rode all the way into Colorado. And if you remember, when they got there, they they were completely frozen together. <laughs> and when they got off the bike, they were just kind of stuck to each other.
0: Uh, I'm, okay, I'm I'm gonna tell you a shocker right here. I've never seen the whole movie. So, wow. so I'm, this is. I mean, I've seen parts. I've seen. I, you know, so I know. I knew the dog van you were talking about, and I've I've seen like the Mockingbird song they've done. But I've never seen the whole, the whole movie, so I I got I got to I got to put that on my watch list.
1: Oh my gosh, George. yeah, yeah, and and I love you. Got
0: time? And Jim Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels are are, are, are two two of my favorite actors too. So
1: Michigan's uh, own Jeff Daniels, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. He's played so many serious roles. Yeah, and to see him play, yeah, <laughs> in Dumb and Dumber, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll have to put that on my watch list. I'll, I'll I'll take it on your good recommendation.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. So that was your four, right? So this is my I'm on my four. Yeah. Uh okay. One of my all-time favorite comedies, another movie that has a lot of great lines in it. And we haven't mentioned this one yet, so it's a new movie on our list. Uh but I'm I'm going to the Big Lebowski. And uh, you know, the Big Lebowski with uh with Jeff Bridges and uh and uh oh crap, what's his name? John John, John Goodman. Goodman Yeah, John because it's a John Goodman line I, I like here. Uh you know, one of the things they they didn't their favorite uh, activity is, is bowling and so they're they're in this league and uh, you know and they're and they're they're playing this other this other team and and this one bowler named Smokey on the other team he goes over the line and so so Wal- so John Goodman as Walter Sobchak kind of starts you know going into him and says oh you you're over the line market zero Oh, are you are you crazy i wasn't over the line and the whole thing escalates because the Walter Sobchak, he's this, this, uh, this Vietnam vet who kind of gets, gets this post traumatic stress from time to time. And he just starts getting getting more and more irate. At which point, he's, he, he finally starts screaming. He's got a gun in his hand and he's pointing it at smoking. and he screams Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Market zero. And it was just, just a great, a great line of a guy going, (laughs) just, just completely going way out of, out of the lane and getting way too serious about something that doesn't matter. And
1: uh, so what was the dude doing during all this? Was he trying to calm him down? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The dude, he was always trying to, you know, they were a classic uh, kind of a yin and yang pairing and, and yeah. and And the dude was always just trying to calm him down and, and, and yeah, and Smokey just kind of like, you yeah, know, screw it, I'm out of here. And this guy, this guy's nuts. But uh,
1: absolutely,
0: yeah. But actually, in that in that line, uh, yeah, my my son John, he's got a he's got a T-shirt, uh, and on it, guy, he's got a picture of Walter pointing pointing his gun and says "Market zero. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Very good. So, all right. Very good. Okay, this is. Number three. This could this could have been my number one. This had serious consideration, but it landed at number three. All right. And, um, it's from the Austin Powers series of movies, and this was Austin Powers the the third Austin Powers movies, and um, Michael Caine is Austin Powers' dad. Yeah. And it's his line, and I don't even remember. How he got to this line, but this is one of the classics of all time. Michael Caine says he goes, "There are two types of people I hate in this world: those <laughs> intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch." <laughs> so he's going completely against what he what yeah. he hates, and I mean, yeah. it's just a it's just a beautiful the line. classic
0: contradiction.
1: Yep, yeah. and you know Michael Caine speaks that great English accent. Oh yeah, it's very well said. Very, it's yeah. perfect.
0: Yeah, that's a good. You know, I uh, that was Gold Member, right? Is that what he said? Yep, yeah.
1: Gold Member. Yeah,
0: which which is probably the least quoted of the of the uh, Austin Powers movies. But yeah, it's a very very good one. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm going back now. Is this this the only? I think this is my only Caddyshack line. I'm kind of looking around here, and uh, I know you—you, I know you love you some Caddyshack, so I know you're gonna love this one. Okay. And this is—you remember the you remember Al Shervick, who was uh, played by Rodney Dangerfield. Oh yeah. That's another another guy with just just a ton of great lines in that movie. And fairly early in the movie, when they're at the uh, in the pro shop. And Walter, or not? Al's kind of walking around, you know, checking out all the stuff in there, and he picks up this hat, and he say, "And he says, when you buy a hat like this, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh?" At which, at which point, he, he turns his head and he sees Judge Smale's wearing the exact same hat, and, yep. and Al says,
1: "Oh, looks good on you, though." Yep, <laughs> yep, and that is a line that is used many times yep. by uh, the group of golfers that I hang out with. Yep. But,
0: yep.
1: <laughs> oh, look
0: at and... this. Look at
1: his hat. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> well, yep. and, I, and I think one of the things that, that makes it, too, is, you know, the delivery is after, after Rodney says it, he has this huge eye roll and kind of turn, and turns away from him.
1: Yep. And that's yep. when he walks in there with his, with his friend, Mr. Wang.
0: Yeah. No offense. No, no. You know,
1: give me a dozen of those naked lady tees and all that. He's, good. He's just running through there. Yeah. Yep. Excellent stuff. Yep. All right. Okay. Number two, I had to find a line from uh, one of my top three all time favorite comedies, and that's Night Shift. And right. of course I could find it. So it's Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler, and they work in a morgue. And when they first meet, um, it's like Michael Keaton's first night on the job. And he's, you know, Henry Winkler is a very laid back, quiet guy. He likes the job because, you know, it's just him and the dead guys.
0: Yeah, very and much. Bonds.
1: Yep. And now here comes Michael Keaton, who is type A to the max, super hyper. Yeah. And so he comes walking in. You know, and he's singing the Rolling Stone songs something like that. Later on in the scene, he's he's holding this tape recorder, and he goes, he "Goes, you know why I carry this tape recorder around? To tape things. <laughs> I, I'm an idea man, Chuck. I've got ideas coming to me all the time, I and mean, they're coming. And I can't even fend them off. I can't, fend, I can't fend them. I can't stop them. <laughs> um, uh, for example, uh, edible paper." you just wrap it up you eat it, it's gone, no problem (laughs) or even better he goes, why not mix the mayonnaise and the tuna right in the can he goes, hold it hold it, feed the mayonnaise (laughs) to the tuna and he grabs his microphone and he says call Starkist (laughs) and uh, I just love that line because Henry Winkler's just looking at him like this guy is the dumbest guy I've ever heard of, and he's gonna make my life hell. But uh, and Michael Keaton, who I like, anyways. Yeah. But uh, oh, it was just a, it's just a great scene.
0: Was was that in that movie also? There was the uh, the line where he's I think he's driving the the uh, the hearse or the amulet or whatever it is they drive, and uh, somebody gets a hey hey kid you like music and it's like yeah kid goes yeah and he goes and then he starts like just like. Hum, you know, humming like,
1: yeah, like rolling, jumping, Jack Flash, yeah. yeah, that comes up a lot. Oh. That's that's Clint Howard is the kid in the limo. Who
0: Clint Howard? Who who appeared in every Ron Howard movie ever? Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure. And did. one of the ugliest yeah. uh, people to ever appear on screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, good for him. He's he's, he's yeah. he found gainful employment. Yes, he did. All right. Uh, number two, right?
1: Number two to you. Number
0: two. Uh, going back to Animal House, the, the college documentary that we've ta- been talking about, Dean Wormer has this classic line. And it's, uh, he, he pulls a bunch of the uh, the Delta House kids into his office and he's kind of going over their, their grades. And, uh, you know, he says, you know, uh, Larry Kroger, you know four C's and an and a F. Congratulations, you know you lead the the Delta Pledge class. At which point John Belushi <laughs> kind of you know give you know kind of smiles at him, and, you know chucks him on the arm and say, hey, good job, you know. But when he when he gets to uh, uh, Flounder, and he you know he gives him his grades like you know you know two you know two D's three F's or something like that, whatever the grades were. He stops and, and looks him in the face and he gives him this this very sage advice and he says, fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life,
1: son. Yep. So, yep. I, yep. Yep. That is a great line. Yep. Um okay. Now if we don't want to agree on number one, George, you're gonna be kicking yourself Okay. Because it's, it's, it's a serious oversight that it didn't even make your top 20. Okay. But I'm going to go to Airplane. Uh-huh. And it was used, the, the line was used a couple of times. Um, and I use this line every, every possibly time that I hear this word. Yeah. And it's, of course, it's Leslie Nielsen. And um, he makes some kind of statement and they, and the person says surely you can't be serious and Leslie Nielsen says I am serious and don't okay. call me Shirley <laughs> that, is,
0: so, that is absolutely classic um, and I, I especially like it when, when I, I you know I used to work with a person named Shirley so it's, it's the kind of thing you could you could kind of you can kind of turn on his ear a little bit and say oh yeah but you are Shirley for sure. Or, right. or I would say, like you know, surely you don't mean that. And she couldn't say "Don't call me Shirley" because her name was Shirley.
1: <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but especially like if my dad or my son Andy, um, if anybody says Shirley in a sentence, you know, we say, "Don't call me Shirley." Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, well, I, but I, I
0: love I, that line. I, I agree that is an absolute classic and it, it is not on my list I have something else as, as my number one uh, Did
1: you even consider it though George that's a great
0: one it is, it is a great one and, and you can tell that it's not that airplanes slipped my my mind because I had uh, Roger Murdoch's line about about you know from his days at UCLA yep. uh, yep. I, I don't know I guess I just kind of I, I don't know I just kind of went a different direction I guess.
1: Don't like it as much as I do. That's fine. That's okay. That's why there's two of us, George. (laughs) All right. Well,
0: so, so here's what I, what I chose for my number one. I think you, you know, from, you know, over over the years, you know that, that I I love a good John Candy, but then there's that other John C that I, that I like uh, at least as much. And this is, this is a line from John Cleese. From the life of brian no we haven't brought up the life of brian yet no but there's a scene he played a character called reg and reg was the leader of the uh the people's front of judea not the judean people's front because they were those, those splitters across the way but the the, the people's front of judea <laughs> and they're they're at a they're at a gathering and he's, and he's trying to, he's trying to stir the crowd up and say, you know, yeah, those crappy Romans, you know, what have the Romans ever done for us? And so, you know, see, so you know, he kind of says it like that, you know, this more or less a rhetorical question. What have the Romans ever done for us? And this one guy speaks up and he says, the aqueduct. He says, what? The aqueduct. Well, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. They did give us that, but you know, apart from the aqueduct, what have they ever, ever done for us. And someone else says, uh, you know, medicine, you know, and, and so they, people keep coming up with all this stuff that, that the Romans have done. So finally, finally, he, he gets to the point where he says, all right, apart from the sanitation, the medicine, education, wine, public order, irrigation, roads, the fresh water system and public health, what have the Romans ever done for us? And I think I, what I love so much about that line is it, it, it says so much about people just in general. Is that people, you know, one thing I've, I've noticed about people over the years is people just love to bitch. They have to bitch about something and they don't stop to look around and think about how really good things are in a lot of ways. And, and you know, and in, in delivering that line, I think they're kind of like saying the same thing. It's like, you know, you, you might hate the government or you might hate the Romans or whatever. Well, you stand back and look at it, they, they're, you know, they, they may have done actually quite a bit of good things for you. So when he delivered that line, that was that just kind of became a line that's really stuck with me over the years.
1: Yeah. That was so, a good one. So if, yeah, John, please
0: can't argue with him as a number
1: one. No, I knew, yeah. I knew you'd find a way to sneak.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, all so right. We did pretty good. I'd say, um, I we'll have to count it off at some point, but I bet we used, we didn't use, so we did 40 different lines and I bet you yes. they came from 25 movies or something. I mean, we, some, about we found like some that. movies we liked and, um,
0: yeah. And, and I th- think they were gold and I, I think the flesh wound, is that the only one we had in common? So I think we, I think. No, and. moved.
1: Parks closed, moves oh. Out front. oh, yeah,
0: closed. John Candy, yep. So those two. So yeah, we had it was a a good thirty-eight lines at least for uh, for everyone's amusement.
1: And just so everybody knows, yeah, it would be boring if we had the same twenty, right? But we don't. We don't talk about this ahead of time. No, this, that's just the way it played out. So yep, I think it's pretty amazing. That's good stuff.
0: Yep, uh, and well, and and you know, I think that it does, and it give, and you know it gives a chance for, you know, you'll, you'll say something that I may have slipped my mind, like, you know, spinal tap and, you know, likewise I can. And uh, yeah, gives us just a good chance to reminisce and, 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 chuckle warmly. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised. Cause we've got such similar uh, tastes yeah. that, or lack of taste <laughs> um, that, that we don't match up more, but, it's good. It works out great. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so we uh, so that's the end of the the movie quotes. Now we have to come up with some new categories. And I was thinking, George, we could make this interesting. Um, we've got an email that is gkmusings at yahoo.com. Yep. And if any listeners out there have a suggestion for like a top ten list or a discussion topic that you either want to hear or I'll even throw it out there if you want to be a part of oh um, we could we could have guests um and if it's something interesting something that we know a little bit about uh, like my son might want to talk about English Premier League soccer but <laughs> you and I would would be uh, unnecessary in that one so well. we we wouldn't do that.
0: Well, you know what? I, I could rope my uh, my son-in-law in and, and you, know, you could be uh, Andy's and Cal's musings.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? But he likes soccer he, too, a huh? big,
0: big soccer fan, yeah.
1: Okay, well, they got to do their own thing. They're not yeah. going to yeah. horn in our air.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: So anyways, uh, it's, it's gkmusings at yahoo.com. Um, if you've got an idea... If you want to be on the podcast with us, um, you know it's a springboard. I think, I think that's how John Candy got his start. I think so. It I think... Was on our on our podcast. I believe.
0: Oh yeah, nobody had ever heard of him before then. Which is right because he died like thirty years ago. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But no, back in the days, you know, we were before people even thought about it. We were doing podcasts up there at Central in the mid eighties. Oh sure. And but that was just like talking into a uh cassette tape recorder at the time. <laughs> that's that's what we call that. Yeah. All right man. Good work. Um and uh we're educating people and entertaining the world. <laughs> so so if you got a better idea if you got a better idea than what we're coming up with, uh hit us up. Otherwise Next week, we'll come up with something on our own, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure we will.
1: All right, buddy. Have a great night.
0: All right. Thanks. You too.